Round of applause, it's your big night, you've been waiting for this. You got your dress picked, your shoes right, your jewelry flawless. New names in your call list, thought I'd never know all this. Took a risk just to play that role, must have took a whole lot of courage. Damn, sure know how to work a room. Baby, ooh, you a star. Then make it home right for dinner time. Where'd you study at, Juilliard? You so gifted, no audition. Must be chasing after the fame. Well, the stage is set and the winner is... Look, they called your name. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Don't be so shocked now, you earned it. Can't even speak, you so nervous. Had your speech ready, your girl set to back you like a chorus. Chorus, alibi, just a noble lie. Ain't no need to apologize. Go ahead, baby, accept that shit. And look, this whole thing's televised. Just so thankful. I'm just so thankful you done got caught. Got caught. For that jewelry maker was called. Cue that rapper music, cut a show. No audition, you so gifted. Heard you chasing after the fame. Well, the stage is set, and the winner is. Look, they called your name. It's crazy. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations. your boy hollywood and this is hollywood and friends thank you for tuning in however you're tuning in i appreciate you be sure to follow me on social media at i am hollywood instagram facebook twitter all that good stuff follow my producer stacy over here at hampton blue network blu is how you spell blue across all platforms and you can watch us now live on not live but you can watch the podcast on youtube youtube.com slash hampton blue if you want to see what we looking like over here go over there and subscribe like comment all that good stuff uh if it's your first time tuning in what we do over here get into what's hot in these blogs for the week the stories that have us all in the chokehold chop it up give a little takes on it uh for this week what we talking about um it's cardi b maybe easing up on tasha k this is something we spoke about for the past couple of months, we know that uh, Tasha has been sued by Cardi B. She's taken her to the bank to uh, get this $4 million, I believe it is. But now it's it, it may be where Cardi's might be backing up a little bit. Back, um, cut her some slack, 
if you will. We're going to get into it in a second. Also, we spoke about uh, DJ Envy a few weeks ago with the whole real estate scheme. He's back hot in these blogs before a different reason. And this has to do with Erica Minna and an affair, alleged affair that they've had some years ago. Erica Mena did an interview recently where she's speaking about it. We're going to chop it up about that, too. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Jonathan Majors. You know that court situation that's going on. The, the girl, ex-girlfriend who um, he was in this hot situation with was actually arrested herself. But she's not going to be facing charges. And I'm going to tell you all why. And also another mass shooting in America because this is like every day now, it feels like. Uh, but the shooter in this latest one was uh, found dead, self-inflicted gunshot wound. We're going to get into the details of that. We also got, got what blows mine a little bit later, but we're going to kick it off how we always do. And that is with the question of the week. This week's question of the week. You meet your 18-year-old self, and you're allowed to say one sentence. What do you say? Think about that 18-year-old kid, borderline adult. You think you grown, but looking back now, that 18-year-old self, what do you tell yourself? You had one sentence to say. Uh, for me, I would probably say go harder. Like, when you're, when you're 18, at least for me, I, I wasn't, like, super focused on certain things like I have a more clear understanding of like what I want to do and how I want to do it I would say to my 18 year old self like go harder because time is not gonna wait like go harder get get what you gotta get done done that's what I would say um I'm gonna see if we get some responses uh throughout the show I'll read them but I want to ask uh my producer Stacy what she would say Stacey, if you meet your 18-year-old self, you're allowed to say one sentence. What would you say? I would say Stacey Brewer, major in mass media. Mass media. Because that okay. will serve you much better in this future. You know I'm long-winded, so this is a <laughs> run-on sentence. But yeah, major in mass media, that will serve you well for the future. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, we got to um, start getting those, well, have those, um, that type of mindset. If only we had that type of mindset when we was uh, that young to know. But when you're young, you don't really, you think you know what you want to do or how you want to do it, but things could change. Once you get, through, you got to go through your 20s and 30s and shit like that. So, yeah, 18, you, you might not have it all figured out yet. But like I said, if we get some more responses throughout the show, I'll read them. But we're going to get ready to get into what's hot in these blogs. What we want to start with, let's kick it off with Cardi B and Tasha K. So, you know, Tasha K was sued by Cardi for defamation and some other things that I don't remember completely. But she ended up winning this lawsuit. Tasha K was ordered to pay her something to the tune of like $4 million dollars. And for the longest, Tasha's like, I ain't got it. I don't have it. Like, you ain't, you ain't going to get it. And, but at the same time, Tasha K would still be 
making certain posts and like making almost making fun of the situation in a sense some would feel and cardi was like i right, i'm doubling down i'm tripling down i'm going i'm coming after you she tried to go after like the youtube revenue social media like tug burger king money like t- cardi's trying to get every single thing out of uh tasha like literally like I'm going to make an example out of you. Um, Fast forward to this week. um, uh, Probably like last week or two weeks ago. I'm not sure why or what happened, but Cardi B was having a a back and forth with a user on Twitter. You know how these people on the internets could be trolling and just talking crazy out the side of their mouth and Cardi was going back and forth with this person. And and at one point, Cardi made a comment about something about like, I should kill myself or should I put a gun to my head? Something to that effect. Um, Tasha K seen this post and even with her being sued by Cardi, this hit home for her. So Tasha K actually reached out to Cardi and her DMs on Instagram and and true Tasha K fashion, she recorded this, this whole process and she let us know what she said to Cardi B and, and why she said it. So I want to play the, the clip from the, the video that Tasha K, uh, where she's explaining why she reached out to Cardi. And then on the other side of that, I'm going to talk about what might be Cardi's response to uh, Tasha K. So this is Tasha K on her reaching out to Cardi B. This is what I said to her. And I would say this to the winos, put, please put your shit to the side because you don't understand. We got more mass shootings by kids. Kids are being influenced by these caricatures online. And I know that Cardi understands that a lot of the brand was a caricature, but who she is is not that. That's not the woman that parents her children. That caricature of a brand that that she's that she has is not the woman that 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 parents those kids. You can tell a lot about a person by how they parent their kids. I asked her and I sent her those messages. It was three because I said I started this platform to keep people out of depression, and I misused it a lot. And I had to go through what I went through by being stripped down and humbled and fucking corrected before the world, right? I said, but let me read to you both right on what I said. I said, she wrote, (laughs) I wish I was dead. I just want to put a bullet in my head. Should I kill myself? This is a few days after her birthday. This is a few days after her birthday. I remember what it was like to have that feeling come over me. For my 40th birthday, realizing that everything that I, I worked for was probably a failure. And that's not why I started this platform. That's not me. My Yes, my ego would get in the way and be like, you know, that's just all of us being the pettiness. But no, 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 no. I said, hey, Cardi, if you put a bullet in your head, who is going to teach me to be a better person? I said, please, please stop posting stuff like this. 
I'm gonna pay you. I said, FYI, I just can't afford the four million. I know the brand looks like I have four million. We do a very good job at that. But we're preparing for when we get the millions. And I'm glad that, you know, a bankruptcy court is scrutinizing every single thing. I said, who, if you put a bullet in your head, Cardi, who the fuck is going to teach me to be a better person? I said, please stop posting stuff like this. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to pay you. I just can't afford the 4 million. I don't have it. I know I look like I got it, but I don't have it. And your lawyers can dig and dig and dig and dig until they dig through the earth's crust. Please, we welcome that. But please know that that is not on me. That's not on my expense. I don't pay for that. You do. And I don't know if they told you that. Okay? And I also said too many kids love you to be reading stuff like this that you posting. Saying that you want to put a bullet in your head and you wish you was dead and should you kill yourself. I said, but believe it or not, Bell, Bell Khalees, and I really had to put my ego aside to say this. I said, believe it or not, too many kids love you to be reading stuff like this and believe it or not, I said, Cardi, I love you. That was the hardest thing for me to say to her. But it's true. I said, for leveling me up mentally and teaching me how to not misuse the gift that God gave me that people thank me for. And I said, now see you in court. I'll see you in court. So this is Tasha explaining her dm to cardi and why she the reason i wanted to play that um full amount because i wanted to show why tasha was saying what she's saying and why she reached out to um to cardi so i mean that's that's big of her right because you're being sued for you're being taken to the cleaners essentially and and for for her own faults right for her own wrongdoings and she's acknowledging what she did and what she did wrong, how she used her platform for the wrong reasons. And that's not the reason she started the platform. So she's acknowledging all these things, but you got this person that's like trying to ring you out and rightfully so, because to be honest, it was, it was some violations that was happening um, over here when it, when it came to that, that suit and the allegations that was being thrown out at the time. So, but to, to get this DM now from this person or to, to even reach out to, to Cardi from Tasha's perspective, that, that definitely would take a lot, right? It would take a lot to, to do. And it may have worked. It may have, that, that reach out may have been the key to open up Cardi's heart a little bit and, and to loosen up lighten up a little bit on a, a suit at least that's what some people think because cardi b herself took to her social media and you know how they got these rooms now where you could do these audio and talk to your your fan your followers so cardi was in this room and she was speaking about 
vaguely and like mysteriously talking about somebody. And this is not too long after Tasha K put this video out. So many people think she may be talking about um, Tasha and letting up. But this is Cardi and her possible possible response to Tasha K. My friends always tell me this. They say that I am the toughest, weakest bitch. <laughs> but my heart is very big. And I'm not gonna make decisions right away about things. I'm I'm not gonna make decisions right away because I got burnt so many times in life. I don't wanna talk to my friends because my friends are looking at me like, bitch, don't you fucking ever. I'm not gonna talk to my husband because my husband is calling me a pussy. And I'm not gonna talk to my fans because I know that y'all don't play about me. But I'm gonna talk to my mom. I'm going to talk to my mom tomorrow because let me tell you something. I could tell when somebody is depressed. I could tell when somebody is going through some shit. And I could tell when somebody just feel like they don't have nobody to talk to. Surprisingly, it doesn't make me happy. I, I don't I don't want to make wrong decisions. That's why I want to I just want to talk to my mom tomorrow. I want to talk to my mom. I want to talk to my lawyers. But stop hurting people. Stop hurting people. Take a breather. Think. And I'm not telling y'all this because like like I said don't think that I'm like these, this, like this type of person that is like, oh, she's so nice. Like, Cardi's such a nice person. Because, bitch, I could get real fucking nasty. My friends. So that's Cardi in response. And it definitely sounds like she's speaking about um, Tasha K in the situation. She's basically saying she don't want to talk to her, her friends because, you know, your friends, they're going to have that, that perspective. She said, Offset her husband is calling her a pussy. Like he's gonna be like, nah, f that. She violated, and her uh, her fans, body gang is they gonna be with the shits too. So she want to talk to who else better than to talk to your mom? Your mom is probably gonna be the one that's gonna be give you that level headed, the level headed ideas, and try to tell you to. The, the the quote unquote right way or the godly way or something like your mom is probably going to try to I mean you got some moms that's that's gangsting with the shits too so I mean we'll see but Cardi feels her mom is the one that she needs to go to and she's going to talk to her lawyers as well and she basically gave the disclaimer like she she recognizes that when someone's going through something and she it doesn't make her happy it doesn't make her feel good to be continuing to beat on someone in sense in a sense um so she might be pulling back on this lawsuit depending what her mom say and what her lawyers say <laughs> but there's a chance tasha k may be getting off the hook maybe she'll reduce it to two million or a million maybe she may take it as lesson learned or something i don't know but we're gonna see we're gonna see how this plays out we know whatever cardi decides we know that 
that decision was made based on what her mom and her uh, lawyers advised her on. Um, Stacey, what you think about this? Yeah, I just want to add my two cents to this. I, I personally hope um, Cardi is speaking to Tasha Kay. I feel it would be great for the culture if they can settle this issue. Um, I understand Tasha Kay definitely may have hurt Cardi, but hopefully there can be some forgiveness. I think that will just be good energy for the culture. And possibly maybe Cardi will just ask her to pay for her her legal expenses because you know that doesn't go away <laughs> but you right. know maybe that will be the most cardi asked for and because you can tell they're both two women that may be dealing with with things so maybe clearing this up will give them both some positive energy so i'm praying for them both though that part that part yeah fast out to um both of them they both putting on a big girl draws to try to uh possibly um, work this out and like I said hopefully is lesson learned um, based on listening to how Tasha is reacting it seemed like sh she's in a sense if you if you watch the full clip if you go to Tasha's Instagram it may still be there but she's um, saying how it this made her like grow and taught her things and she she's thankful for the lesson in it so maybe it's lesson learned we'll see but um, let's move on. What else are we talking about? Um, Jonathan Majors. Let's get into that part. So uh, Jonathan Majors, we know he's facing these allegations of, of assault and other things. And he's awaiting trial. And it's a lot of things that has yet to, to come to light. But the latest development is that the girlfriend has been arrested. Um, Jonathan Majors ended up filing his own um, charges against her. He found a counter complaint against her. Um, her name is Grace Jabari. Um, after he was arrested for allegedly assaulting her, and his claims is that she's the one who assaulted him. So she was arrested. But although they, they arrested her and booked her, for some reason, the DA is reportedly refusing to prosecute her. The Manhattan DA um, office, they filed documents stating that they do not intend on prosecuting Grace Jabari with regards to the um, accusations majors made against her. And my question is why? Like, it's the charges are filed and y'all prosecuting Jonathan for what she said about him. Why not have that same energy for what he saying about her like can you just so um adamantly feel she did not do what he's accusing her of doing or something like how can you just you should follow through whether he can prove it or not but follow through how you not decide to prosecute someone when someone is making a a complaint about them is is giving white privilege. <laughs> it's giving white privilege. And I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't really like that. I don't really like that. I mean, like I said, regardless whether she ultimately found not guilty or whatever, but let it go through the process. Let it let the courts do their due diligence and all that. But for the for the DA to step in in that way and say, so what? 
so what she assaulted you or so what you're saying she assaulted you we're not going to prosecute her like i don't like that i don't like that they say there was no process prosecutorial merit if you go on youtube you can see my facial expression probably but yeah nah not with it i ain't hearing it nah <laughs> but uh we'll see how this plays out jonathan is still um innocent until proven guilty so we'll see how this plays out and to be black in america continues on <laughs> uh what else we got uh last but not least what's hot in these blogs speaking of america uh something that's so tragic but yet it continues to happen and it feels like it's only here like over 500, I want to say, mass shootings in this country since the top of the year. And I could be wrong on that number. It could be more. Um, the latest one happened in Maine. 22 people, uh, as of four days ago, 22 people were killed. Dozens of others were um, wounded in these shootings by this crazy guy. Um, Robert Card. He went to with an assault rifle. He went to a bowling alley, alley, and uh, a bar. There was other reports early on that he went to a third place, but I'm I'm not sure about that part. But we know I know for sure that he went to a bar. And he went to a bowling alley, and at the bowling alley, it was a kids' event happening. I'm not sure how many of these 22 people were kids, if, if any of them were kids. It, it's tragic regardless. But the fact that you went in this bowling alley and it was a kid's event going on and you just opened fire with an assault rifle is so wild. So wild to me. And then he got away. For days, there was this manhunt where, try as they might, they couldn't find him. Um, they found his car, no signs of him. Fast forward to probably two days after he was on the run, they ended up finding him, finding his body with, uh, reportedly a self-inflicted gunshot wound, which I kind of figured would be the outcome. Cause unless you're going to go out guns blazing, you're going to take the coward way out. Cause you know, you're about to go to jail for the rest of your life you're going to just take yourself out and it's it's just it's, it's it's wild it's wild to me so of course anytime mass shootings happen in this country the talks of gun control and things come up and it's kind of like a never-ending cycle it's we heard it all before it's the loop that's playing and nothing's going to happen and in a few months, there's going to be another mass shooting. Nothing's going to happen. A few more months, there's going to be another mass shooting. Probably even weeks, not even months. And this is America, apparently. I don't know what it would take to get to the point to where we could reduce this from happening. But something, something's got to give. Something's got to give. I always go back to the Sandy Hook shooting, which was one of the most tragic um, 
mass shootings that I could recall where um, pe- a lot of people felt like if no gun laws could change after so many children are murdered, they're never going to change. Like if it didn't change after Sandy Hook, it's probably never going to change. We got to change the office, how the office, how the Congress look, how the, the lawmakers, we got to change how they look. Maybe after they die off or something, or I don't know what's, what, what's got to happen. But we, once when we change that room, maybe we can make um, some changes regarding the gun laws. But uh, condolences to all of the families, all of the victims, all of the people affected. And rest in peace. Uh, that concludes what's hot in these blogs for this week. Uh, we're going to get ready to get into what blows mine. The, what blows mine is the part of the show where I say what gets under my skin, what irks my nerves. What's that one thing people do that just have me like, bruh, really? Um, oh, shoot. You're right. <laughs> Uh, I was just reminded by my producer, Stacey, that um, I forgot to speak about this one story. Um, but we're going to do it right now because that's how we do over here. But um, yeah, another thing that's hot in these blogs is DJ Envy and Erica Mena had an a fling of sorts. At least according to Erica Mena, she's saying that they had an affair. And this was back in... 2013 i think she said 2013 is when erica mena is saying that this affair happened um uh erica is was doing an interview with uh carlos king and he brought up her what he thought what he feels was her first scandal and that is when rumors were out that erica mena was the mistress and DJ Envy's marriage. And this is 2013 we're talking about. This is news to me. I, and I'm from New York and I listen to the Breakfast Club a lot and I, I could charge it to my memory, but I don't really remember this being like a thing, but that was 10 whole years ago, but where this was like a thing where DJ Envy possibly was cheating on his wife with Erica Mena. But some of you may remember it, but now we have actual, like, from the horse's mouth, Erica Mena is basically saying, yeah, it happened. And she's explaining what happened, how she found out, and all of that. Um, you know what? Someone um, just reminded me that he was crying on uh, The Breakfast Club and was begging for his wife back, and they almost got a divorce. Now that you mention it, I do remember that part. I do remember that part, but I didn't remember that it was um, Erica Mena. Was it was it said then that it was that it was her, and in that in that way, or just that he cheated? But I do remember that part. I do remember <laughs> that part. Um, yeah. But anyway, fast forward to this week. Erica Mena is doing this um, interview with uh, Carlos King, and she's addressing how it went down. Want to hear it? I'm gonna play it. I feel like your first scandal was people said you were a mistress 
in DJ Envy's marriage. Yeah, because that came out right when I got on Love and Hip Hop. And we had just broken up because the wife found out, which I was totally oblivious. I knew about the kids. Mind you, I have a kid, but I have a big daddy. And it's more common where we come from to have kids, but you're not married. You just got a baby mama or a baby daddy. So I knew about the kids, and it was always told to me as his kid's mother. Never wife. And I didn't get that realization until I got the phone call. From the wife? From the wife. She called you. Mm -hmm. I bet they didn't say that on the radio. DJ Envy's wife called you. And said what? what? Um, hi, this is Gia Casey. Is this Erica Blenna? I said yes. She's like, are you and Rashawn? Rashawn? I'm like, who's this? His wife. I call him. I literally, when she said his wife, I hung the call Envy. And he's panicking. Please, don't say nothing. I have to see half of everything. She's taking, she's going to try to take away everything from me. Please, 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 please. I have to try to just don't say anything. Don't pick up no calls. Da, 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 da. So I'm over here. I've never been in this situation. There's this man that's been dolting over me, showering me. You know, I'm starting to fall for him. I spent a lot of time with him. Like he, this man done flew me and all my friends out to Miami. We, did, we were living our best lives up and down New York City, holding hands. Like we were very public. Like, yeah, very public, proudly. Proudly. Now, it's, it's definitely super interesting to hear her say this story to say that they were holding hands in public across New York City. And it's like, world is small. I mean, I guess Gia Casey was in, in Jersey or wherever they had their house at, but to be up and down the city holding hands proudly. And I'm trying to think, 2013, she said she just got on Love & Hip Hop, so she wasn't, like, so, like, huge, huge yet. So maybe that was a way that they was able to, like, hold hands in the streets. But, yeah, she said they were holding hands in the streets and proudly, and she thought that Gia was just the baby mama that she did not know that she was the wife. She also said in this interview that um, how she met Envy, and it was through a mutual friend. She said the mutual friend didn't even tell her that Envy was married. She said Envy never walked around with his wedding ring on. He showered her with gifts, flew her and her friends out. She started to fall for him. And then the wife called. Woman, the woman, you ever let me down. <laughs> Y'all know this song, but yeah, that's that's... That's a situation if you if you never heard one. That's definitely one that's like, yikes. And also what's interesting is the fact that um, Envy was begging Erica, like, don't say nothing. Like, she's going to take half of everything. And it's like, yikes. I didn't read his book. I don't know if they revealed this in that book, but maybe they don't have a prenup. And that's one way to, to, to stay together. <laughs> Um, but wow, what's crazy is just last night had some friends over and we were talking about, um, relationships and marriage and, and infidelity. And someone was here who was married for 17 years, 
and they expressed that their husband um, cheated on them and they decided to stay together. And the, what, what um, allowed her to, to be able to do it was she basically told him, you got to show me that you want to still be in a relationship. You can't tell me nothing. So can't tell me that you love me and you'll never happen again and da 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 and you want me you got to like show me actions um and then there's another person here who um longs to get married but don't really uh, is unsure if she want to take that step because she feels all men cheat and she's not going to be able to stay if the person um cheats so it's just funny that we was having this conversation and then I discovered this, this situation and it's super common, like the divorce rate is how high, like it's super common that um, these situations happen, but it's, it's just fun to hear and fun and funny to hear um, these situations and how they play out, but that's gotta be something. Right. And then if you don't got a prenup on top of that, and if you're somebody in a position like an envy who has a couple of dollars, know what I mean, like. Sheesh. Someone said women cheat apparently just as much as men. I could see that both show or close to it. Um, apparently, 80 percent of marriages deal with infidelity. Yeah, that's what um. My, my friend was saying last night and why she's like hesitant about getting married because she feels all men um, cheat. I feel that it's not all men. I feel like there's some men that don't cheat, but what I also say is I feel like it's like human nature. In my opinion, is like human nature to not be monogamous. I feel like that's it takes work to be monogamous, I feel. Like you gotta really want to not cheat. You gotta want to fight those urges and you gotta want to resist the temptations that come to you. The work comes to be monogamous is what I feel. I feel like naturally, just like as human beings, I feel like we would be out, we would be out here, we would be outside. I, I personally feel like, so you gotta really wanna commit and really put that, put that work in to, to focus and wanna focus on just your partner. But um, yeah, I don't know if this is the first time Erica's talking about this and if it'll, dredge up some old things because this if it's if it's the first time she's talking about this it's the first time Gia Casey's hearing her side assuming she didn't pick up any more calls from her back in 2013 it's probably the first time she's hearing about him not wearing his ring and thinking that she was just the BM and parading her up and down with holding hands like 10 years later after y'all have gotten over it now the mistress is speaking out and revealing these details do it bring back up some feel like oh, you was holding this chance like is that that's what's about to happen here or what <laughs> somebody said the check when the checks stop clearing in regards to erica Mena, 
um because you know she's not on uh love and hip-hop anymore and she lost a couple of other gigs after the whole spice drama check out previous episodes to hear about that but um they feel that's why she's bringing this type of stuff up now because the check's not clearing but i don't know it's her it's her story so if you want to see more uh carlos king is the podcast that she was on where she did this interview um you can look it up on youtube but yeah it's a bad week for envy out here apparently um so yeah that concludes what's hot in these blogs uh we're gonna get back into um what blows mine and I'm trying to think. I probably don't even have what blows my mind for today, <laughs> to be honest. Um, oh, what blows my price gouging blows my um, yeah. I was looking for uh, something that I found out that you can't. Um, I was looking for contact lenses, and I found that you can't um buy contact lenses in the state of california unless or you can't sell contact lenses in the state of california unless you're a um ophthalmologist licensed like back home in new york i would have been able to go in any beauty supply store any like beauty store cosmetic store and would have been able to find um contacts but yeah i couldn't find none so now it's scarce I found like two stores out of like, I don't even know how many miles radius that actually had um, contacts. One of them was regular price, which what it should be probably like $16.99 or something like that. But they didn't have the ones I needed. And then I find this other store and they was trying to charge $40 for the same exact ones. And why? Because they know it's Halloween time. People need or want these things. And they also know that it's not easily accessible unless you're ordering them online. So that blows my when you just taking advantage of the situation. I was able to talk them down five to take $5 off. But yeah, that blows my um, raising prices just because you know nowhere else is going to have them. It's not that they worth it. They're the same as contacts that you can buy for $20 online or $16.99 in this other spot, but you're charging 40 bucks. Crazy. But um, yeah, that blows mine. And what else? What else? I think that's it. I think that's it. We're gonna get ready to wrap this thing on up. Um it is Halloween weekend, so happy Halloween to you listening to this or you watching this. And yeah, be safe until next time. But um, in the meantime, be sure to follow me on social media at I am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow my producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network. Uh, BLU is how you spell blue. That's of course all platforms. And watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. BLU is how you spell blue. Like, comment, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Appreciate you for listening, however you're listening. Until next time. Deuces.
Can you hear me now? 